it's Christopher with Simple Septic Secrets, and I am back. You know, I recorded a couple podcasts on my Zoom microphone, but it's so much more difficult to stick it out, or take out the little USB stick thing, the memory card, put it in the, in the computer, take it, send it back to my phone, and upload it, so I haven't actually done it. I did a whole long podcast, and I'm not sure how it turned out, so I'm going to go ahead and do this one on the phone, because... I really don't know what the quality is on the Zoom mic, and I don't want to make a bunch of those and have them be garbage. So I'm back, and I'm on my phone and driving into work. So what's been going on lately? Uh, I did another construction job the other day where I'm actually putting a video out uh, when, I'm, when I'm done, just a quick little video, where they have this crazy septic system where they got the septic tank in the back, and then they have a tight line that runs down the left side of the house and then on the right side of the house and then their septic system is in the front, the leach field. And years ago when someone was putting in a fence, they actually put the fence right through the pipe, right through the tight line. Tight line, just so you know, is basically solid pipe with no holes in it that would lead to the leach line. So anytime you have a solid piece of pipe, it's called tight line. Don't know why it's called tight line, but that's just what we call it. But so they put a, a hole through the tight line which was easy to do because this particular tight line was orange bird, which is tar paper. It's tar paper pipe that the, I believe they started using it around World War II because materials were more difficult to get than usual, like all the metal pipes and all that kind of stuff. They needed all the metal and everything they could for the war. So they came up with a clever idea of taking paper and this tar stuff and wrapping it around it. And when it dried or heated or not sure exactly, but it was have a you have a solid uh, pipe that you could use for septic. So they had an Orangeburg tight a tight line down the side of the building, which you can break open with a shovel very very easily. You can crumble it with your hand. It's it's a uh, it's, it's not very strong pipe. They poked the hole in it with their fence post, and then the tree roots went right into it and blocked the entire thing off. So. The goal was to dig that pipe up and then replace it all the way to the leach field. Unfortunately, road work ahead. Unfortunately for me, that I wasn't able to get the excavator all the way back on the side of the house because they had a gate. So I dug for about five hours by hand because the pipe was about three feet deep. I dug up the pipe and got that all exposed and ready to go. I found that the, there was a hole in it from the fence post and I'm just waiting for the truck to get there because the other day the truck got in an accident the driver someone ran into the side of the pump truck it didn't do much damage to the truck but it did bend the shit out of the bumper and when the bumper bent back it snapped off the air horn so we had to straighten all that out and send it off to go get worked on so we need a new air horn and I straightened the bumper myself and when I finally got the truck over there it wouldn't turn on and we're like Dude, the, the pump worked when we took it in. This is weird. That doesn't make sense. So they said, okay, we'll send somebody out. And about after an hour and a half, I called and said, hey, are you going to send somebody out? Or, you know, where is the, Where's the guy? And he's like, oh, he's working on it. I'm like, he's here? I don't see anyone working on the truck. And then they're like, oh, okay. And they were super confused. So they told me to just have him drive it to their shop to work on. And while I, <clears throat> after we were supposed to drive it there, I'm like, you know, I'm going to crawl into there and make sure it's not the PTO, because sometimes the PTO, there's a rubber coupling and it burns up, which is not a big deal. I can replace it myself. And when I went under there, I had realized that 
it definitely was the PTO because they had taken the drive shaft of the PTO off and they didn't put it back on. So when I'm turning the pump on, there's no drive shaft, so it's not turning the pump. So I called them back and I told them, I'm like, hey, look, you know, the there's no drive shaft there. And she's like, oh, well, yeah, I guess the guy had been working on it and then he called in sick and they thought the truck was ready to go, so they called us, which would be fine except for last time they did a major job on it. They had taken the engine apart and that pipe or the, the rubber tube that you pour oil in, it's like three feet long and it goes down to the top of the engine. They left that undone. There was a bunch of parts on the engine just rattling around. I could see their loose just dangling there. And they did a real shit job. There was oil all over this customer's nice customer's driveway. So I'm like, look, this isn't the first time you guys have done this. I go, at a certain point, you know, it's going to be on us for taking it back to you guys. And it's a liability. We can have this truck going down the freeway and something can blow off or blow up or, you know, the brakes go out or whatever because of their negligence. And I said, so when you guys do a bit inspection, do you guys check the tires? And they're like, oh, yeah, we definitely check the tires. I go, because the other day we had 14 in there, which is another one of our trucks. And when we got the bit inspection back, it said the tires were fine. But these tires were like illegal. They were completely bald, which, you know, is not on them to replace. It's on us. The driver noticed it and told us. But that should have been on the bit inspection if they were actually inspecting it the way they're supposed to. So they're nice people over there and all that. But I'm starting to get worried about taking the truck there because that's just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, someone could end up getting killed. There's a huge semi truck. So anyways, back to the job. I figured that out. I sent him off to go get it fixed. And I'm like, okay, shit, now I have a tank with a high water level, and I have a tight line that's like 150 feet filled with water, four-inch pipe with, with shit water, and the tank that's high. So what I did was I stuck a new piece of pipe right next to where the pipe was clogged, and then I ran that 20-foot pipe all the way down to the new dry leach line. Well, it's not new, but it's, it's basically new because it's been drying out for the last... 10 years. So I ran the pipe over there and then I put a bunch of dirt around it to create a barrier. And then I broke that pipe open and all the water went down that pipe and into the leach field and actually worked pretty good except for a couple spots where it got really, really wet. And this is like sandy, like it's nice dirt to dig in, but uh, it turns into like slop if you get it too wet. So I was trying to throw fresh water or fresh water, trying to throw fresh dirt on top of the slop and then mix it up and dig it out to try to dry it up a little bit. And I ended up knocking a big pile of dirt on the side right into this shit water. And it splashed me all over, got on my face a little bit, on my on my shirt, on my pants, my boots, everywhere. It just got me like real good. So that sucked. But I continued on and I was able to finally get the rest of that slop out of there and I installed a valve, connected it back up, and then stayed late and put all the dirt back. So it ended up working out pretty good. I do regret not bringing my GoPro because that would have been a good video to have, like me getting splashed with shit, and then plus the whole thing. It would have looked cool with the time lapse of me just digging for five hours and then putting it back and making it look good. That would have been a nice little video, but I do have some video from my phone. I'm gonna put together a YouTube short and kind of narrate it. That's what I've been doing lately. Uh, so yeah, that's what I've been up to. I'm actually headed back now because I have to go put a valve on and yeah, I'm hoping that it's going to be 
a little drier now that the water is going to the leach field. Because what it happened was the one leach field on the left-hand side of the house was working. You know, this was put in 50, 40 years ago. And the one on the right side was blocked off. So all the water is going to the left side. So I want to go and put a valve on the one for the left side and shut that water off and let it dry out for a couple years. That way they can rotate between the two and the system will last much, much longer. Anytime you can put a valve in there, and I think that's a great idea because you're just letting the system dry out and taking a break versus having the water just continuously go there and keep it wet. So I'm a big proponent, proponent of putting valves in. I think they make your system last much longer. Uh, Business-wise, I don't know if it's the smartest decision because their system's going to last much, much longer and they're not going to need you. But I figure there's enough people out there. I, I don't need to screw people over. I'm going to do what's best for the customer. Uh, and that always seems to work out. It always comes back to me. So I'm not worried about trying to put in some half-assed job so then I can come back and fix it because that just drives me crazy when people do shit like that. When I go to a job and I see that they use the cheapest pipe possible and now the pipe's all collapsed and crumbled in on itself, it's like, especially from like 20 years ago, it's like, dude, the pipe was so cheap, it was practically free compared to what it is now. So why are you going to go and just use the shittiest stuff you can? Just put the better pipe in the bid and charge the customer for it. And if the customer doesn't want to pay for that, then fine, they can have someone else do it. I'm not going to go and put cheaper materials because the customer doesn't like the price. I'm just going to tell them, look, this is what we use. This is the best. And if you want to have somebody else do it, that's fine. But I'm not going to sacrifice or skimp on the quality just to lower the price. I'd rather just not get the job. Because if you put that job in with the shitty pipe and try to cut corners for them, and it doesn't work you know, a couple years down the line, then they're going to blame you. Oh, they did this and they did that. And I'd just rather not do that. I'd just rather put in high quality pipe, do a good job, and so far, I've only had one job we've had to go back on where it was actually our fault. I'm so confused how it happened, but it was definitely our fault, and we fixed it. We had capped off the pipe going into the septic tank, and about a year later, we got a call saying that it didn't work, and we're like, that's weird, it's a brand new system, so we went out there. And I guess nobody had lived in the house for a year because they were still they were building it and stuff. So we just popped the cap off and everything worked fine. It was a very, very strange... <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I don't know why it was capped. I, I'm assuming we did it. We're the one who worked on it, but I don't remember. But we made it right. We didn't charge anything, obviously. Uh, and everything's been working fine since. So we do a pretty good job. And we'll stand behind our work. If we do think it's something we did, we'll go right out there and take a look at it. And if it's not something that we did, then, you know, just send them a bill for it. But to my, to the best of my knowledge, I think that's the only time that we actually had to go back and fix something. And it wasn't even really a fix. It was just a cap. We popped it off and it worked. Well, so yeah, um, I'm going to post this podcast, even though... I have a couple recorded on the Zoom because I want to get them out there. If I'm not consistent with it, then nothing's ever going to happen with this. On the business side of things, I'm excited to... I talked about this in the other podcast, but it's not out yet. So I'm excited to get these Simple Septic Secrets uh, Septic Saver packets out because our packages out. It's going to be a septic treatment, uh, a yearly supply, a year, like a one-year supply of like septic treatment that also has... 
lot of other value inside there, things that the customers are going to find valuable, like things from clogging the drains. It's going to have a bunch of really good stuff in there, and I'm excited to provide that kind of value. And the idea with this this brand is to basically overwhelm the customer with value, so they come back year after year. So I want to give them the best information. I want to be able to give them the best products, the best results and just do the best I can to give the best value possible. Yeah, so I'm brainstorming all kinds of things. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing a few of the customers that we have to find out what their take is on the way where I'm going with this. Like, if the, the stuff I want to provide in the bundle, if that's going to be useful, I'm excited to do that. If anybody listening, you know, was, uh, it would be very helpful if you have a septic system. It would be very helpful if you emailed me at Christopher at SimpleSepticSecrets.com because I'd love to interview you also. I'm trying to interview as many people as possible to just get a really good understanding of who our customers are and what, what are they struggling with, uh, what are the some of the ways I could provide value, is there any particular guide that you're looking for that would be useful, just anything like that. Like so. If you are listening to this, uh, definitely email me at Christopher at Simple Septic Secrets or message me on Instagram at Simple Septic Secrets. And I am on TikTok, but I forgot my login for that. It's like locked me out. But I do have Simple Septic Secrets on TikTok, but I got to get back into it. Don't know what the login is for that. But yeah, get a hold of me and I'd love to do an interview with you and see where you're at, see the things you're struggling with, any sort of problems you might have or any ideas you have is definitely welcome. So, all right, until next time, thanks for listening to the Simple Septic Secrets podcast, and have a great day.